Good day, I'm Anne Dolenshek and you are listening to Coffee Conversations about Influence Marketing. In this episode, we're in conversation with Michelle Vermeulen, the Head of Marketing and Public Relations at Western K Blood Service, about using influencers to educate and inform the public about blood donations. Michelle is an experienced marketer, having worked on above-the-line and below-the-line campaigns, as well as in inventing. She joined WCBS in 2015 in the marketing department and moved into the position of Head of Marketing and PR at the end of 2019. Grab a coffee and listen as we discuss the effectiveness of using influencers to engage with the public on behalf of a brand, using influencers to educate and inform the public, and the benefits of using influencer specialists to implement campaigns. If you enjoy this podcast, you will also enjoy our fortnightly newsletter that keeps you up to date with influencer news from around the world. Subscribe at the link in the show notes. This podcast series has been made possible through an exclusive sponsorship from SA's number one nano-influencer platform, The Salt. Most brands have a communication line to their existing customers, but not a way to get them to have additional positive brand conversations. The Salt solves the problem by identifying brand fans and getting them to talk more about their positive brand experiences. The Salts have a database of over 140,000 registered brand fans and in-depth information on each to perfectly match your brand to the right influencers. Reach out to them now and see what they can do for you. Morning, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us today and making time for us. I think before we jump into the conversation we're going to have today, please tell us a bit more about who you are and how you actually found yourself working at the Western Cape Blood Service. Uh, Well, good morning, Anne. Um, Thank you for having me here. It's great to be on board as well and talking about Western Cape Blood Service. Um, So a little bit more about myself. So I've always loved working in marketing and public relations. I've been fortunate to work in various fields in marketing and PR from below the line to above the line and eventing. Blood donation has always been very close to my heart ever since I started donating blood. And when I started at the Western Cape Blood Service in 2015, it was no different. My passion has always just grown from there. And I love what I do and I'm very passionate about it. And saving lives is definitely um, a top priority for us. That's amazing. I always love speaking to people who go into a career that actually aligns with their passions because I just feel like it's that saying, you know, if you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. And you can really see people just being so much happier. Definitely, Anne. I think for us, I can see it in the department as well. We're all... And within the organization, we all love what we do um, and we know we're making a difference. And I think that's where the difference also comes. We work very hard and we work tirelessly to ensure that there's adequate blood supply in the Western Cape. Um, And we get up every morning knowing that we out there making a difference. Michelle, but when I'll, I'll be very honest, I never thought an organization like a blood service would use influence marketing as part of your marketing mix. That's, that's a little bit of a new one for me. So what is the usual or quote unquote, the traditional way that organizations in your industry actually market usually? And the marketing horizon has changed so much in the last few years. Um, Although we still and we will continue to use various traditional marketing tools, such as advertising in newspapers, um, we're sending out of press releases, um, and we also have a great system of communicating with our existing donors via SMS and via telephone calls. But we have seen a boom in our social media presence, um, and yeah, our Facebook page has grown to almost 35,000 
liking people liking our page. Our Twitter account is sitting at 2,500 followers and our Instagram is touching on 4,000 followers. So definitely a shift there to social media. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point is there has been that shift over the last couple of years, uh, especially in South Africa, we, we're catching up to the rest of the world with us. But um, I agree with you. I always think it's a it's a combination of media. It shouldn't just be one or the other. I think it's just complementing the traditional media that's already there. I feel like people, yeah, people are still seeing billboards. They're still watching television. They're still reading magazines and they're still reading newspapers. So this is just an additional touch point, which just makes it that much more. Um, how can I say that's much more effective? Oh, definitely. Definitely. A combination of all of it gets the message out there. Absolutely. So then I know because you kind of go went into social media because obviously that's a lot of where people also find their news and information. But why did you start thinking about including influencers into your marketing mix? Where did that come from? So the idea of using influencer marketing started a few years ago where we wanted to see how influencer marketing would be utilized in our environment, especially the youth. Um, the youth has always been an area where we want to ensure that there is regular growth and new donors coming on board to ensure that we have that next generation of, of regular blood donors on board. So that's really where the idea started from, to see how we can best um, reach our specific youth audience. That makes complete sense to me. I feel like the youth is all about their TikToks and their reels in addition to everything else. So I feel like that makes complete sense and it fits into into strategies right to actually reach people where they are so when you roll out these influencer campaigns what is like the general response that you receive from the public when they see this it's been such a great response the general responses from existing donors as well as potential donors are so great we're seeing so much interaction with these influencers i think for us it is because of our brand as well and because of the environment we work there's loads of questions being asked um, about blood donation and it's really great to see that people are engaging um, and and they want to be part of of the blood donation family so that for us has really been great um, and we've we've really seen a growth in terms of of that kind of interaction and they really want to hear from from blood donors um, and a lot of our influencers, they are blood donors as well. So that's very interesting that they really want to talk to them and they feel so comfortable um, engaging with, with the influencers. I love hearing that there's a whole new generation that's excited about blood donation. I feel like that's always reassuring. And I also love that you're saying that people are asking questions. That means they're really interested. And with influencers using people that are already blood donors, that makes complete sense to me that someone would want to hear from someone who's gone through the experience to actually give them some more insight into it instead of the brand telling us what to do or what it is. Oh, definitely. And we, we still see that even after certain campaigns that donors would still, or potential donors would still engage with the influencer and still ask questions about blood donation. So it's like an ongoing question asking, which is really great to see. So this sounds all amazing and it feels like you guys are doing all the right things. 
But in your experience, what are those big challenges in your industry when you are marketing to audiences? What is those hurdles that you face? And I think, you know, during the past year as well, COVID has played a huge role within within our area i think with probably like with everybody else as well but for us it's been certain venues are no longer available for us this is due to people now working from home so we would go to corporate clinics and we would have blood donation drives there but those corporate clinics are closed and that's purely out of logistics because there's nobody at work they're sitting at home so it's the same with youth again where tertiaries um, have also closed down. So the youth are now sitting at home and doing online courses. So they don't have that normal facilities where we would go to. We would normally have a, a clinic at a tertiary facility and then the youth would go and donate. But it's now the challenge really is getting those people, the youth and corporate guys that would normally go somewhere, yeah, like a convenient place for them, getting another convenient place for them to go and donate. Um, so it's really a little bit of mind shift and our marketing activities that we would have normally done, marketing at those venues have to change because now we have to really entice those potential or existing donors to find another place to come and donate. So yeah, absolutely. I think COVID has obviously changed so much and I don't think we're going to go back to to the old normal. And we all had to have a bit of a mind shift. And it sounds like you guys are really navigating these waters as good as can be expected. And I'm assuming that influencers are quite a big part of telling people where, where they can go to donate now. Because like you say, usually you go to work and there'll be a, a blood clinic set up for the day or a tertiary education. Now, if I'm a blood donor, I don't know where to go. So so I also kind of think, well, maybe they're not donating blood. So for me, if I see an influencer then saying, this is where you can go, you know, they're still doing blood donations. That must have been like a big part of your marketing strategy. Oh, definitely. You hit the nail on the head. That's definitely been part of our last campaign as well. It's really driving those youth donors to find out where they can donate and and um, downloading our app to navigate it to, uh, to the best place where they can donate. So that's really been part of our marketing strategy to really get people and get it as easy, the message out there as easy as possible for people to digest. Because I think that's also one of the major questions we always get, where can I donate? So now we really want to bring it to everybody that it's as easy as downloading the app. And you hit the nail on the head by saying that the influencers are definitely out there trying to get that message across. Influencers are so great at that, to really educate and get that message across. Again, it is from someone that they trust because they know these people are blood donors. They probably know them somewhere in their communities as well. So if they tell them something, they're probably more likely to trust it as well. Oh, definitely. And even the step-by-step, -step, um, it's been great to see for us with the app, how they download the app and they show how they navigate the app, how easy it really is to use it and to find a venue where they can go and donate. So it's, it's really been great how they've actually tackled that as well. So I know you've saying you obviously recruit influencers that are blood donors. You're looking a lot at the, at the youth so that we can build that new generation of blood donors. But what type of influencers are you, are you recruiting? Is it your nano influencers, your micros, is it your macros? Or do you use a spectrum of influencers to get your message out? 
currently we are using nano influencers. Um, it's just specifically with the youth. This is exactly where we want. We can, um, it's actually been great where we can really zoom right down to, to exactly where we want to target. So if we wanted a specific area with a specific um, age group um, and maybe even an influence in a specific tertiary education facility, we can really go, get down into that kind of nitty gritty as well. So that's been really great. We could really focus our our marketing strategy on exactly where we want that message to to get across. And nano influences at this point has, has for us been really a great um, asset to have. Hashtag no filter. That's how this podcast is delivering real down to earth stories told by real people. For an influencer campaign that takes brand conversation to everyday real-life situations, go check out thesalt.co.za. They are the undisputed experts in real influencer marketing. Love hearing that. And uh, also, again, nano-influencers are those real authentic guys that are that might be your neighbor, they might be the person you see around in your community. So again, that really authentic trustworthiness that comes through from them. Oh, Definitely. Michelle, can you please tell us a bit more about your latest influencer campaign and what format that took and where you really focused on? So the latest influencer campaign, we had 10 nano influencers and it was a digital social media campaign only. So as we've been talking about it, it it's, it's definitely been a drive to educate our youth market about blood donation uh, and also to educate the youth about where they can actually go to donate blood. Again, um, like we, we've spoken about, uh, one of our real challenges have been to get those tertiary influ or tertiary donors to come and donate at a different place. So we've been using influencers to get that message across. And that's what the whole campaign was about, to really just showcase how easy our app is to download and the need for blood donation and that it's ongoing and that we need existing and potential donors to find a place to donate as close as possible to where they live. So Michelle, what platforms were you zoned in on? I know you said youth, so I'm assuming it's more your your Instagram and your TikTok and that kind of platforms that you are focusing on. Instagram definitely is one of our major focus groups, but it's also where the influencer was very comfortable with. So we really saw a lot of movement on Instagram, but then some influence were also comfortable on Twitter and Facebook. And that was also quite a natural and it makes it very authentic as well if the influencer then moves across the, the channels that they feel very comfortable with. TikTok for us is still very new um, and we are hopefully also, we, we're kind of testing the waters there at the moment. But for this specific campaign, no, we didn't do anything on TikTok. So I feel like you said something really, really important there when it comes to influencer campaigns. It is not about dictating to the influencer where they should be posting or where they should be creating content. Definitely. I totally agree with that because it's that authentic message that you want to get across. Um, and I think if you've got an influencer that is comfortable on Facebook, you're going to get a better response than forcing an influencer to go on Twitter or, or Instagram for that matter. 100%. So I know we've said your main objective for this campaign was obviously to educate people. But when we looked at the results, did you get the desired outcomes that you wanted that you set out from the start? 
Yes, definitely. I think our reach was great. We the influences, a combination of those ten um, influences made uh, 110 posts on their various platforms, and the posts were engaged with close close to 16,000 times, which is really great. And the reach of the posts were well over 300,000 combined, which for us is really great. So it means our message has really reached a lot of people. Um, and the message of blood donation and where we can donate has reached a lot more people than, than we anticipated. Um, and that we are grateful for. That is absolutely amazing results, especially when you look at nano-influencers who have traditionally smaller audiences. So that's fantastic. Definitely. We, and it, it also shows, I think, for the influencers, people want to engage with them and they want to engage with our brand as well. So that has really been a positive reaffirmation of that as well. Did you also see an uptake of people actually going into the new places where they could donate blood because of this campaign? That's an interesting question. We're still busy with our statistics on that um, and seeing what the youth where they've shifted to. So we are still, because the campaign was wrapped up not too long ago, we are still busy with it. It does take some time and movement. So we normally take about a three month period after the campaign to just see what that shift was. So hopefully with our next chat, and we can definitely um, be giving you a little bit more stats on that. Did you use an influencer specialist agency to implement your campaign or did you do this in-house? Definitely a specialist agency. As recruiting the perfect influencer is based on our requirements is no easy task. It really requires an expert in the field um, to find that perfect influencer um, because there is quite a list of things that need an influencer needs to be adhered to, if I can say that. Using a specialist agency is their field of expertise. They need to find that specific influencer, which definitely cannot be done in-house. Do you think you have the capabilities to, to actually manage an influencer campaign in-house at some point? I think, again, a specialist agency is definitely best to, to do that because they actually guide the, that influencer as well in terms of the messaging, in terms of when they need to get that specific post out and the type of messaging. And they give them a real hand holding as well for the influencer and that support, which I believe is so necessary for an influencer to be able to fully fulfill the role that they've been asked to do. So, and in in-house, that it will take up so much of in-house time. And that's definitely where a specialist agency comes in. It is their, like I mentioned, their field of expertise. And we're grateful that we've got a specific partner on board that does help us with that. Oh, Michelle, you, you hit the nail on the head. I always feel like these specialist agencies are like angel sent because they take all the pain work out of actual influencer campaigns. They do everything. You just sign off on things and they run with it. Yes, and I think for me, it is so great to work with an agency that has such a thorough understanding of what we do, the needs that we've got. So they can handpick influencers based on all of our requirements. Um, and that is really great to see. So, Michelle, what are your biggest learnings and insights 
from all your years of working on influencer campaigns that you can maybe share with our listeners? So in a nutshell, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> it has always been amazing for me to see how the influencers use this content and makes it their own. Um, influencer marketing works and can connect the brand with its intended audiences through influencers and gets the intended message across. And that for me is really important to get the message that we wanted our audiences to see and hear that that message gets across. Oh, that is wonderful to hear. We're so glad that influencer marketing also works in an industry that's so important when it comes to saving lives. Thank you. Michelle, that is the end of our chat today. So thank you so much for enlightening us about influencer marketing and your industry. I think it's so fantastic that the youth is also driving a new generation of blood donors that's going to help so many people. So before we say goodbye to you, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you and the Western Cape Blood Service online if they want to see more about what you do? Oh, definitely. So you can find us on all the normal channels, um, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can just search us via Western K Blood Service. And then also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's loads of great content on there as well. Yes, and then our website, wcbs.org.za. Wonderful. Michelle, thanks again for your time and thank you for this chat. And hopefully we'll chat soon. Definitely. Thank you for having me, Anne. It's a huge pleasure. Goodbye, Michelle. Bye-bye. This podcast series has been made possible by The Salt, the influencer company that turns influence into affluence. In the same way that information is presented in this podcast in a relatable and authentic way, The Salt gets your customers to tell their real brand stories to their community. Go to thesalt.co.za to learn more about how The Salt can help you grow your business.